Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands is a podcast for the go-getter, the visionary, the harmony seeker, and the life enthusiast who is ready to stop forcing and start flowing through life, love, and business in a way that is in alignment with his or her true self. Hosted by life coach and business strategist Jillian Bolands, this show will allow for you to energetically and logistically recalibrate through gratitude, inspiration, and powerhouse pep talks, Jillian style, with a whole lot of truth and even more love. Join Jillian each week for morning empowerment talks, uplifting interviews, and the opportunity to create a life of fulfillment by discovering and stepping up as the true you. Let's shine. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. I am Jillian. I'm an intuitive life coach. I am a soul sister who is constantly transforming. Does anyone else out there feel the intense energy that's happening in the universe everywhere right now? Everything is being sped up. We are being asked. We are being called. We are being beckoned into our truth. We are being legitimately (laughs) torn from the trenches of what we once knew so that we can grow into exactly who we're meant to be. And it's happening at freaking lightning speed. So if you've been feeling this constant urge or this constant stirring, or maybe you've answered the call on that stirring and it's kind of like, okay, all right, we're going. And like you hopped on the train and you didn't realize how freaking fast it was going to go. Yeah, you're not alone. And I actually have goosebumps as I'm saying this right now. And it's just, it makes it that much better because that is one of my acknowledgements from my spirit team that I am saying the right thing that my people need to hear. So thank you guides. So grateful to have you here today. And on that note, I want to invite you into a question. My favorite question, what are you grateful for? Oh, yes. Feel that. Oh, the reason I ask you what you're grateful for at the beginning of every podcast is to give you that moment to actually reflect, to pause, to stop running through life the way you probably typically have been if you're anything like me, and to actually feel that gratitude for all that you have created in your life because what you have now is what you once wanted. And when we acknowledge that, we get to set the stage moving forward and we have proof that we can create what we want. We just have to participate in the transformation of it. All right, let's dive in today. And I am actually recording this also for my YouTube people. So welcome. You actually are seeing the video right now. And this conversation is one that I'm so freaking excited to have. And it's based off an email that I wrote to my list, my empowered love notes list. If you want to get my insight, my inspiration, my talk about spirit and energy and how you can apply that into your life. My talk about transformation and rising into your greatest work for free every week, go to jillianbolands.com forward slash empower. Literally, it's just nothing but goodness that lands in your inbox. You don't need to do anything else but sign up for it. Um, But this email was so potent and it was so full of incredible insight and I got such good feedback. I needed to bring it to the podcast. Like, 
holy moly, like it was stirring in me and I had to bring it. So I'm glad to be able to repurpose this content for multiple users because this information needs to hit multiple people in multiple ways. It is so important. It is so beautiful. And I'm a firm believer that like when we've, when we've worked through something, it's our obligation to share that with the people that we were meant to serve and to support on their sacred path. So I am going to share with you now <laughs> what happened while I was hanging upside down, essentially. So what hanging upside down <laughs> taught me about weight loss, freaking weird yoga, and manifestation. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt like the floor has been ripped out from underneath you and life has been turned completely upside down? I have, I know I've felt that way metaphor, metaphorically many a time, but since the beginning of February, that experience has actually happened. Well, kind of. <laughs> um, at the beginning of February, I actually started a healing modality called decompression at my chiropractor's office. Um, I love my chiropractor and we've got a great, great, great relationship. If you want more information, I will put it in the show notes. I go to LifeWorks Chiropractic Center in Falmouth, Maine. Um, ask for Dr. Abby and tell them I sent you, but I'll make sure to hook up their, uh, their website right in the show notes of this episode. Um, and I have spoken about the lower back pain that I've been experiencing for forever. Um, the bulging, bulging disc issues. I've talked about how I got an MRI right at the end of 2018 and my chiropractor and I, Dr. Abby and I decided that the most supportive modality for treatment was going to be decompression. So with decompression, you're strapped down to a table that elongates your spine. It basically has the same effect as if somebody took your feet and hung you upside down from it. If you can imagine like your spine basically separating and elongating, we walk around all day with gravity pushing down on us. Never mind um, having our kids jump all over us. Never mind being hunched over at our computers. Never mind exercising and having that pounding bringing us back down. So over the course of a day, a lot can done, be done to compress our spine. Think about your lifetime. So for me, decompression has been, um, it, it was just the greatest calling. I'm not ready for surgery and I'm not signing up to want to have surgery for this. This is something that I want to be able to really, um, you know, take care of and participate in the healing process and in the main maintenance process of keeping my back as healthy as absolutely possible. So. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's so funny because the the concept of decompression itself is like a really cool one to me. I love geeking out on that stuff and I love learning about my body and it just sounded amazing to me. It sounded like it was what my body needed and the truth is I really wanted it, but I went through a phase where I was resistant to it. I went through a phase where I was like, oh, this feels so hard. This feels so awful. I'm going to have to take time because it's a very time intensive, resource intensive um, protocol, really. I mean, it's it's a 45 minute to an hour. Actually, in, if you throw in some adjustment time, 45 anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half um, treatment that is a four four day a week treatment. So that's a lot. That's me either taking time away from my kiddos, taking time away from dinner, taking time away from my work to devote to myself. 
And at first glance, for a little bit there, I looked at it as just that, taking time away, not what it would give me, right? So I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about what, what this whole process would be actually opening up logistically in my spine and for myself energetically. I was looking at it as a withdrawal. It would be taking away. But... <sighs> So many beautiful things have happened because I said yes to this. So I'm going to walk you through the whole process of everything that I've uncovered throughout saying yes to decompression and what hanging upside down has taught me about weight loss, freaking weird yoga, and manifestation. I am actually the queen of unraveling. I now am so good at my personal development, um, self-nurturing, meditation practice, journaling practice, that if I'm feeling unease with something, I don't just uh, typically, for the most part, I don't look at it and say, oh, well, that's annoying and try to push it away. I'm like the greatest detective of what my feelings are trying to tell me and how they're showing up for me. So when I'm feeling a feeling of, oh, that's that's annoying or that's... Um, that's taking away. That's detracting from my life. I want to go right to that. Like what's happening really with this? So when I was feeling resistance to this healing modality that quite frankly, I knew I needed and I knew I wanted, I wanted to figure out what, where, like what was brewing in that? Why was I feeling that resistance? Because I knew for one thing, or I knew one thing for certain, there is no way that I could show up for this practice that was an expensive practice. It was a time commitment. I wasn't going to show up half-assing it. I wasn't going to show up in it with anything less than 100% belief and energy toward it working for my highest self, for my greatest good. So I'm going to walk through the unraveling process that I have had and that I've given to myself um, to show you kind of the steps that I, that I take when I feel a feeling. I don't want to just feel the feeling and push it away anymore. Like I said, I want to feel the feeling and know like why it's there and where it comes from. So I'm going to walk you through how I do this. I've also explained this as if it's, um, it's a necklace chain. And for you on the podcast, you can't see it, but um, for those watching the video, I'm holding up my necklace. So you know when a necklace gets a knot in it and it's a nasty, gnarly knot, like you're not, you don't feel like you're getting through that. But like one day you just pick it up and you're like, I'm doing this. And it takes a while, but you finally get that first piece loose. And then over time, you have a wearable necklace. That's what my journaling process feels like when I'm trying to unravel a negatively connotated feeling. So stay with me here because this is going to be really powerful and I'm going to not only teach you some things, but I promise you're going to resonate with this thought process and what comes up for me um, with my own process and I'm going to give you some journaling prompts to really help you with this. So the fact was, I am ready to lose some weight again. Yes. <laughs> if you think there are, there is any more vulnerable, triggery, <laughs> sucker punch to the gut type of word or phrase out there, please send it to me because saying the words, I am ready to lose some weight again, is one of the most triggery, vulnerable things that I can say. Let me 
divulge into this just a little bit to set the ground for you. I have always, for as long as I can remember, had body image issues, self-loathing issues. When I was in my mid-20s, I went through years where I would cry myself to sleep nightly, calling myself FAT, beating myself up for eating one calorie over maybe what I was quote unquote, supposed to eat. I would punish myself with exercise. I would withhold food from myself. It was not a happy time for me. It was a really, really dark time for me. And I hated myself. It doesn't get much more dark than that. So in this process, in the self-discovery journey that I've been on, that I've been sharing with you all, in this uncovering of who I truly am, I've had to release so much that... I had piled on as truth. And for me, part of my journey back to love, back to loving myself, back to uncovering my truth was gaining weight. Now, did I have to gain weight to learn how to love myself no matter what? No. Did I want to? Truthfully, yes, I did. I wanted to experiment with different kinds of food. I wanted to go over the limit to actually find out what my limits were. I wanted to finally take my body out of the equation it had been in, um, like them all. And I wanted to learn how to focus on my soul. And I did it. In the middle of 2018, I was at a retreat with my dear love and mentor, Amber Liliestrom, and I said the words, I love myself for the first time. And I felt it and I oozed it and I knew it was exactly where I was meant to be on my journey. And I was so grateful for it. I learned how to love myself. And I really did, like truly, I, to this day, I can say this to you now and not feel weird about it. I love myself. Like, oh my gosh, like emotions spewing everywhere right now. Holy moly. But the fact is, Now I'm ready to have my outsides match my insides and I'm ready to feel better. I'm ready to release the baggage and layers I've been holding onto that really I've been hiding within to allow my inner radiant goddess to step out and be seen. All of this aside, friends too, I'm just going to say this. Everyone's going to have their own differing opinions on this and that's fine. Those opinions are about them and not me, but for the sake of argument, let's just bring it back to, I was resistant to decompression and I was also ready to lose some weight again. Now, second step of the unlayering process. To me, losing weight has always been associated with two things, that it's freaking hard a story that it's freaking hard to lose weight, and a story that it requires rigid, forceful exercise and minimal calorie consumption to lose weight. Those were the two stories that I had about weight loss. Number three, this is like the data collection, right? So number one, data collection. Well, I guess the very first data collection is I was feeling resistant to a healing modality that I really wanted to do and was knowing that my body was needing. So that's like the thing data that I'm collecting, I'm ready to lose weight. Second point of data. To me, I've always associated losing weight with it being freaking hard, not fun, and rigid, forceful exercise and minimal calories. The third data point is decompression was going to require me to back off exercise, thus fueling my limiting belief that if I didn't exercise and run myself into the ground, I wouldn't lose weight. Do you see what I did there? So this is the thing this is the thing that I want to do. This is what actually happens with the thing that I want to do. But 
the first thing is going to keep me from being able to do the second thing, which is going to keep me from losing weight. <laughs> if you're out with me on the podcast, you're doing a great job right now staying with me. So this is where the massive mind shift came into play. Suddenly, and with the help of one of my amazing friends, um, she's been on the podcast before, Erica Ballard. She's a healthy living expert. I recognize that my hesitation to go into decompression was birthed out of a place of lack, fear, and disbelief. Because you know what doesn't happen when you live in a place of lack, fear, and disbelief? Anything. Nothing happens when you're in lack, fear, and disbelief. So you actually can't manifest anything. So I started taking stock in the fact that I am actually a magic manifester. I have proven that I can manifest all things that I want. I've proven it to myself in business, in relationships, in my own self-growth. I've proven it in learning how to love myself. I had been manifesting learning how to love myself. And do you want to know how I've manifested all the things that I have? I've manifested them out of joy and celebration and having fun. So then the question became, why was I forcing myself to look at weight loss in a way that felt soul-sucking rather than celebratory? What if weight loss started becoming fun, right? So I wanted to lose weight Decompression was going to keep me from exercising. Exercising was the only way that I knew how to lose weight in the fast, but it sucked the way that I was doing it. I love exercise, but when you use it in a way to fuel your, I'm not good enough, I'm not skinny enough, I'm not whatever enough, that's lack and fear leading the way. So what if weight loss itself became fun? So for me, in order for things to feel fun, I love learning about them as I'm participating with them. I'm kind of like the dive into the pool while reading the how-to manual as to learn how to swim <laughs> at the same time kind of girl. So I actually started learning about intermittent fasting and the healthy effects that it can have on the body, including weight loss. And quite honestly, I don't have a lot of weight to lose. Like I'm just going to say that right now, but I've been at a standstill since this whole journey of trying to, quote unquote, figure out how to love myself, putting weight on, focusing on different things, I've been on a standstill at weight or I've only been gaining. And I really have been focused, only ever focused on the tired mentality of hating the process and eating super few calories. So I started not only learning about intermittent fasting, but getting support. My friend Erica supported me um, and I started implementing it. And you know what? It's fun. It's freaking fun. Who would have thought that a concept and a way of functioning and eating that involves not eating for a longer period of time could be fun? Uh, not me, but guess what? It is. And the thing that's fun about it is that I'm learning about my body in way different ways than I ever have before. And I'm able to eat in ways that don't bring about guilt, that don't um, make me feel like, well, I had that. Can I have this? No, this doesn't fit into this category. And I, I'm just, I'm going to be bloated and this is, I'm going to have to exercise so much to get this off. Like I don't have any of that freaking obnoxious chatter going on in my brain. 
because I've tried something different. I've brought something else in. Now, I'm not here. I'm no healthy living expert. I am no dietitian. I am no doctor. I'm not stating that this is for everyone, but I'm stating that this is for me because I have found something that felt life-giving, joyful, and fun rather than the old previous way of functioning that I had, which was not fun, out of lack, out of fear, never felt like I was doing it right. And, oh, by the way, this whole decompression thing and not being able to exercise, well, the universe is witty. So, like I said, I really do love exercise. I just have learned, I just have put it into a category where it's filled with angst and anger and expectation rather than what I love for it to be, which is freedom and movement and sensuality and strength. So I'm still not able to fully exercise to the way that I typically like to with decompression. But like I said, the universe is witty. And with all of this that's been going on, I have been committed to my spiritual practice, my daily devotional practice. I meditate every day and I've been feeling kind of like a little stir within me of like, oh, I wonder like what's the next layer of my daily devotional practice. I have mantras. Um, I really tap into my goddess energy. I utilize my essential oils. Um, I utilize crystals. I meditate. I feel really solid, but I always felt like, oh, like, I feel like there's something else. I feel like there's something cool out there. And I met a woman by the name of Brianna Rose. And again, I'm going to link Erica's information, my chiropractor's information, and Brianna's information all into the show notes of this. Brianna Rose is a Kundalini business expert. I met her when I went to New York City a few weeks ago. And it was like we were like two souls that have just been missing each other <laughs> in this lifetime. And she has brought to me, presented to me, kundalini yoga and meditation, my friends. Kundalini yoga, meaning movement of body. <laughs> so though kundalini yoga is not traditional exercise like I know it, it's not like a vinyasa yoga, it's not going for a run, it is movement of my body. And if I was not doing decompression right now, I would still be focused on exercising in only the way that I knew, which was only driving lack, which was only not getting me closer to my goals of weight loss and feeling better in my skin. But since saying yes to decompression and all that it would open up, not just my spine, but all that it would open up energetically for me, I literally have the space in my morning to invite in kundalini yoga and meditation. And I, there's gonna, there will be plenty more podcast episodes about kundalini yoga. Um, I love it so much because like I said before, like I love learning about things as I'm doing it. And kundalini is a combination of technology and art in, in terms of connecting to spirit and connecting to your soul. So I went from having a belief that losing weight is hard and it requires very few calories and hard exercise. I was presented with an opportunity to open up space and heal my back, but that was going to take exercise away. And my previous way of thinking was, well, if you take exercise away, then you take weight loss away. Insert the realization that losing weight that way doesn't feel good to me. It feels like anxiousness and it feels like lack and it feels impossible. In order to help myself to actually lose weight, I needed to reframe that. I needed to actually look at it and say, I'm ready to have fun with this. So I needed to start 
inviting different ways of being, of living, of working, of moving, of creating, of eating back into my life. And as I did that, I created space for all this new amazing um, opportunity to learn and connection and friendship and deepening of my own self-love, which is what brought me here in the first place. So I've got some journaling prompts for you. Do you see, uh, let me just, I'm going to, before the journaling prompts, do you see, can you feel this process? There was no way that I was jumping from, I am feeling weird about this decompression thing to Kundalini (laughs) without going through the process of unraveling it and looking at each of the layers and understanding like, oh, I want to lose weight, but the ways that I've lost weight in the past haven't been maintainable because they've sucked. I don't want to do it like that anymore. I'm fearful of this thing because it will take away one of the ways that I have lost weight in the past, but I don't even want to do it like that anymore. And there are other ways. Journaling is so important. Meditation is so important because it allows for you not to just, you're not going to jump from point A to point F like I did. I don't even know if that's F. We're on like J, like point J now. You're not able to make that jump just within your own functional cognitive way of thinking and being. We're just not, we're not wired that way. The only way to do that for yourself is to give yourself the time and the space to peel it apart layer by layer and to keep going until you feel like the, oh, that's it. And look at what this realization is revealing for me. So powerful. So, so powerful and so enlightening too. So in summary for me and journaling prompts for you, weight loss doesn't have to be hard and doesn't have to be fought after through means of feel, that feel freaking awful to me. So your journaling prompt, where are you telling yourself a story that something has to be hard in order to achieve it? That's point one. Point two, I have proven to myself in other areas of life that when I have fun, the process itself is more fun and the result is more easily achieved, making it fun, which is also known as manifestation, friends. So your journaling prompt is, what if you chose a different path to achieve the thing that you want and allowed for it to be fun and life-giving? What if you chose something else? What if you tried something new? What if you called in support from a friend or a coach or a guide and said, can you show me a different way of doing this? What would open up for you? And number three, when I created space, and no, the irony is not lost on me, friends, because like literally creating space in my spine, but also figuratively in my life, when I created space for decompression, the universe made sure to deliver me to, de- to deliver me exactly what I needed for now and to bring me excitedly into the future with Kundalini. It brought me a different form of exercise, which is what I was scared of letting go in the first place. So your journaling prompt is, what area of life are you ready to expand and allow for the universe to lead the way on. And here's a spoiler. It's the area of life that you feel like you need to control the most, that you feel like it provides you with the most amount of stress and headache and forcefulness and need to figure it out and need to do it right. And I've always done it this way, so it has to be done this way. That's the area that you get to say, oh, okay, universe, let's, let's expand upon this and see where it goes if you lead the way. Thoughts? Questions? If you have them, DM me on Instagram. That's the best way to get in touch with me because I'm always on Instagram. I freaking love it over there. Um, And, uh, you know, as always, friends, come 
set up a discovery call. If you're like, oh my goodness, I have some stuff to unravel here. My, the knot in my necklace is really big and I really want some guidance. I am here for you. I am a pro at helping to unravel all of the layers. And it's a lot easier to do with support. Look at me. I just shared with you, I had three different support systems in this. Three, as well as a personal daily devotional practice of myself, which, which is me and all my spirit guides and team. Me and the universe, you know, that's all. <laughs> Friends, go to jillianvolans.com forward slash contact to set up a free discovery call if that's interesting to you. And um, I can't wait to untangle those necklaces with you. I can't wait to help you unravel. I can't wait to help you step into what feels freaking good for you. And until then, my friends, thank you for being here. I love you dearly. And I hope you have a very good morning. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. If you loved this episode, please head to iTunes, give it a heart, subscribe, share this episode with friends if it served you and you know it will serve them. And also head to jillianbolands.com forward slash empower. There you will be enrolled in my free newsletter where I will bring you tons of amazing content on energy and love and how to bring that strategically and logistically into your life. We'll talk about how you can rise into your greatest work and stand within your true self. Have an amazing day, friends. Bye-bye.